Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. Yay, Val's back. Team's <laughs> 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 back together. Yay. Did you miss me? We so totally much. did. It was so different. That's why like, I that's why I left. I just I wanted you, you wanted to, to make sure yeah. how much you need me. Jake and I were kind of fumbling around. What, 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 do, what do we do? do? What, what are we There's talking nobody about? here to giggle at all of our jokes. Yeah, and make fun it of was. Us. So I had a friend listen to the show and he said. Yeah, it was all right with you and Tracy. Like, it was fine. He's like, I felt like I was eavesdropping on a conversation between two buddies. <laughs> he said, but when Val's there and there's three of you there, it's like I'm invited into the conversation. Ah. So There's something – I don't know what it is about when you, we get the three of us in a room that is just magical. Like, it just works. Yeah. So I hope other people think that because I, I so. dig it, man. Yeah, I do too. Jake and I were like, the whole flow is different. This is not <laughs> – Yeah. No, it was just weird. Yeah. So, so welcome um, back. So last night was my birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday I had 11 or 12 shots <laughs> and four drinks and no pretzels. I wanted a pretzel so bad and I missed <laughs> no out pretzels? on the pretzel. But I'm telling you like that because I'm almost awake right now. You're doing <laughs> You're really doing well. really well, all things considered. <laughs> you did really well last night too. I just want to state I, that on the record. I don't know how I was walking. You did good. I don't know how I was having conversations. You were MC. I was you MC. I was giving stuff raffles. away. Yeah. I was making fun of people. Some. I had a knife at one point. Nobody took it a from me. A big knife too. Wow. <laughs> a big knife. <laughs> I'll post some of the birthday pics on our yeah, Facebook Yeah, we've got to page, see them on the so, Facebook page. So you guys can see. But um, thank you for everybody that I know because some of our um, listeners wish yep. me a happy birthday. So thank awesome. you. Awesome. Yep. Happy birthday. And because it's my birthday, <gasps> what are we talking I about? got to pick the movie today. And we're talking about one of my favorite films, Goodwill Hunting. That's a good choice. It's a good choice. I, I like this one. Um, I don't know that I, I believe you that you think that that's a good choice. <laughs> I think it's a good choice for you. It's a good movie. I may not be as familiar with it as the two of you are, right. but I think um, I've seen it years and years ago. But mm -hmm. Young Matt Damon, Young yeah. Ben Affleck. So, yeah. yeah. Lots of F words, if I remember there correctly. Are a lot of F -words. But it's Boston, <laughs> so it I makes don't sense. Ever, but the thing is, is I don't ever, when I'm watching the movie, it's not ever like, oh my gosh, there's so many F words, but just because it fits. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's just how they are. Right. Just, it doesn't seem. It's not gratuitous exactly. F bombs, you know, like a Tarantino movie. Right. No. Um, so this movie uh, came out in 1997 when I graduated high school. And um, what was cool about it is five days from graduating high school, I left Utah and I went to USC film school. Wow. My parents are like, you can go to the summer film program at USC at 17 with braces on. Awesome. Or you can get this car. Now, this car that I wanted was a 69 Chevy red. Like it was amazing. Okay. Wow. So I'm looking at this car and, but I was like film school. I got in uh -huh. like, I didn't like, they don't accept everyone. And right. I was you 17 and my and mom said, yes, I could leave the state. Like and <laughs> right. I could go live in dorms <laughs> for and, an entire summer, you know, for an entire summer. And then I was like, and maybe I'll just, you know, end up going there and staying there. So watching this film and then knowing the story behind how this film got made, is probably one of the reasons why I also love it so much. It is a good film. Right. Um, but if you don't know the story behind it with uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, they wrote the film. They starred in the film. They had to find people to give them money, which is not mm -hmm. an easy thing to Ooh, do. Uh. And then they got a fantastic director – 
But so the first feature film that you make, you get Robin Williams to star in it. Right. I would pee my pants. Right. Yeah. I'm peeing my pants right now thinking about it for them. Like, what, what yeah. were they thinking? I mean, how would you like you're sitting there? No they were in a few films. Not I mean, like Mallrats and like all of, the, you mm-hmm. know, right. um, Dazed and Confused. And um, I think Matt Damon was in um, a Brendan Fraser movie. Um, oh, what's we talked about up. it. Yeah. A little while ago. But I mean, they were both like small parts. Right. In, you know, small movies and stuff like that. But uh, Matt Damon actually dropped out of Harvard to become a filmmaker. Man. So this isn't it's kind of based on true on stuff. Yeah. So so the essence of this film is Matt Damon's character is just wicked smart. Right? <laughs> wicked smart. Wicked yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, he lives in Southie. Mm-hmm. And he has a record. He doesn't have a family, um, and but he has all of his buddies. And and uh, he gets a job where he's a janitor at Harvard. And so he's there every day. And every day in the hall in the math area, um, there's a question, and he answers it. And it's like a major. It's hard. Ma- like yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin when I yeah. see that that equation. And so he gets discovered. Um, he gets arrested in the meantime because he just likes to fight people. Mm-hmm. So he, get, he gets in a fight, gets arrested, and the teacher, the professor that teaches the math class goes to the jail and says, you know, I, you can get out of jail, but you have to come and study math with me. Right. It's part of your yeah. role almost. Which yeah. is like a little crazy, but I mean, why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You would think that better, would, than jail. better than jail, but he's super smart and he already knows all this stuff. So it's kind of the struggle of... You know, him trying to figure out where he wants to be, what he wants to do. He doesn't like the fact that he's smarter than everyone else that he mm-hmm. hangs out with. He doesn't know to have how to have relationships with people because he's never had a family kind of right. thing. And he meets Minnie Driver. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this was this, was, this yeah, was one really of her, good. like, like one big roles. First ones, yeah. yeah, she was in some smaller movies before as well. Um, but so she's in it. And I just love how they interact with each other. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, I'm just talking this whole time. I know. Yeah, this this is is I'm sorry. I love this no, movie so much. Hey, this is your birthday episode. Talk <laughs> as much as you want. I want everybody to be like, is she going to let anybody cake. else talk? Uh, I, I had two bites of cake last night and somebody took my cake. Oh. <laughs> I need more cake. <laughs> that should be illegal to take somebody's birthday cake on their birthday. Like that shouldn't be allowed. I mean, this they, is wrong. Maybe I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, nobody took it from me, but maybe I no, lost it. No, let's go with the story of Somebody took okay, it. Okay, somebody I took like my birthday cake. Um, one of my favorite scenes, and it's so ridiculous from this movie, just because I love when you have people that can be silly and mm-hmm. they're out on a date, Matt Damon and Minnie Driver's character, and they go into this weird store. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like Jobber's Odd Lot. Do you remember that store a long yes, time ago? Yes, Jobber's Odd Lot was, was awesome. Just, you walk in there and you don't know that you need anything. No. But you come out then with all, of a sudden, all these things that are like, totally stupid. How did my yeah. life happen without this in it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so that's what this store is that they go into and they're just looking <laughs> at things and talking and like they're having a conversation and she'll turn around and she's got like these glasses, <laughs> these weird glasses on her face, but they're still having a conversation and then right. he, in the middle of the conversation is like, do you want to see 
a magic trick. And she's like, of course, like they just like go along with the fact that they're both weird. Yeah. And so that makes me feel good about myself. Like there's someone out there for me <laughs> that, is, accept that me will, for all my that will love my weirdness. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then she's like, bring me another Mai Tai. That's one of my favorite <laughs> quotes from the movie because they're in this store and she's got like these googly eyeglasses on and this little like clap slapper thing and she's and he just doesn't think that it's weird at no, all this so is, this I, is, he's actually kind of fallen for her even yeah, more because of this yeah yeah, yeah. well that's the whole th- i mean when you're in a relationship it's kind of fun to be with somebody where you realize i can just be myself 100 percent, right. and right. they're not gonna think and it's kind of fun hashtag goals, hashtag goals. <laughs> find somebody that i loves all my crazy and my weird yep. um but i mean the cast of this movie I mean, now we think it's such a big deal. Right. But right. back then, the biggest thing was, in this movie was, a very was Robin Williams. Film. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Robin Williams, Minnie Driver, Stellan Skarsgård, who I love so much, Casey Affleck, Cole Hauser is always the best dick in any movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. Um, and it just, you know, you're watching the movie and you're like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know them and them. And it's so great because Casey Affleck really hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, he's just in this movie because his, his brother's in the it. movie. And they have one of my favorite scenes as well where they're in the car and they're driving and they all like just go everywhere together. I'm like, how did when did these people ever work? Right. right. I don't know. <laughs> they do. I don't think Casey Affleck's character does. And they go and get burgers and he puts the <laughs> burger in layout. So what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to put this burger up here in layaway on the dashboard. And every week you can pay me a little bit for this burger. And then when you're done paying me, you can have, you can the, have burger. the burger. Right. And he's like, I want a double burger. <laughs> I, just love, but I just, I love their accents. I'm going to put this burger in layaway. And at the end of the week, you can pay me and you can have your burger. Just give me my burger. Yeah. I love it. Like it's just, it. I, it just is a real life movie. I feel like right. it's not, but it is. It's almost, like you feel it's like almost documentary like, yeah. in a lot of ways because well, you, you feel, feel like, like you're, you're just watching them. this exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's part of the reason why it ended up being so successful in such a monumental film. You mentioned that a lot of it seems to be based on the experiences of Matt Damon, and he and Ben Affleck wrote it. And you always talk about writers should write what they know, and yeah, you can tell mm-hmm. as you watch this movie that they. N- these are their experiences, a lot right. of them. And so it, it comes across as genuine. Well, and that's why Van Zant decided to direct it and why Robin Williams decided to get into it because they're like, we love – like Robin Williams, you know, is not far from being from Southie, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was kind of – they all grew up in this area and Robin Williams had made a movie before on, uh, you know – on the Harvard campus. It was a long time ago though. I don't remember what movie that was. Um, but, or about college or something. I mean, he's made a lot of movies about college, but he said this one was a little bit different. Um, and so he's a therapist in this movie. If you have not seen this movie, one, I don't understand your life choices. (laughs) Um, and two, like get on it. Um, so, uh, Will Hunting is Matt Damon's character. And then Robin Williams plays the therapist because he, every time, Will Hunting gets arrested. He is so smart because he reads. He's so smart. He reads these. He goes to the library and reads books about everything. So he actually defends himself in court. And this judge this last time is like, listen, I 
I see your rap sheet here. I see how you've gotten away with like quoting things from 1776. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just BSs these other judges. Right? Yeah. And then they let him out and he's like, no, I'm not, I, you know, you need to learn that what you're doing, you can't just have fights with people. Um, and so he's like, you, you have to go study with this guy, but you also need to go to therapy. And so, um, the professor who is just this big mathematician professor at mm-hmm. Harvard thinks his shit does not stink, but it does like everyone else's. Right. He starts sending them to all of these really uppity like therapists, which are those scenes are fun within themselves. Oh, those are hilarious. Because if you've ever known anyone that thinks therapy is a crock, you know how what, what they'll do to get out of it. And so but he's going with it. Basically, he shows oh, yeah. up. And um, so the last resort. He's trying to entertain himself because yes. he's like, I'm bored. I have to be here. Yeah, And it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so the last resort after all these therapists are like, I'm not dealing I, with, I this can't deal with this crackhead, kid. basically. Um, and that's where, by the way, my word shenanigans originated wow. from this film. That, okay. because, yep, because he is in a therapist office. You guys are learning something. Here where we go. Shenanigans See, this, no, this is like a monumental <laughs> moment really for the is. show. So like, this is the origin story of shenanigans. The origin story of shenanigans came from Goodwill Hunting in 1997. And everyone thinks that I clampered onto shenanigans when it was like going around Facebook a couple of years ago. No, I have been u- utilizing shenanigans and tomfoolery since this movie because Will Hunting, he is um, basically just pulling this, you know, therapist chain. And he's like, listen, the therapist says, no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. And I said, <laughs> there needs to be more shenanigans, more tomfoolery and more ballyhoo in my life. Absolutely. I had, at that point in my life at 17, I had no idea that there could be shenanigans, tomfoolery this and ballyhoo. This opened up a whole new world for you. So I just grabbed it. And you were old school. So that's you that. Were, that's where it you came guys from. now know. That's wow. awesome. But that's that's also this one. This is a special moment. It really is. Like this episode now is like a very important episode like in our canon. Like group hug right now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> we just bonded even tighter. I, I think so. I love shenanigans even more now, but knowing think, the but, background. Yeah, but I think everyone thinks that it's like probably she got drunk one night. Shenanigans. No, like <laughs> this movie means a lot to me. Like it's. Mm-hmm. I was just like I could make movies too because they figured it out. And then I watched the film, and you learn a little bit about yourself. Regardless, I think, of what your background is, watching this movie, you question your relationships in your life. You question if if the path that you're on is the right one. And I think that's exactly what Robin Williams sticks in Will Hunting's head because nobody can really get in there. And he, you know, he doesn't put up with his nonsense. Um, he goes to him for, you know, he's the last resort as a therapist, basically. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he was the roommate of this snobby professor when they went to school. And the snobby professor thinks that, you know, he could be doing bigger and better things with his life. But he likes what the teaching he's what doing. He, he likes the therapy he's doing. He gets to, you know, so he takes on the case because he's also from Southie. Mm-hmm. And um, he has, I just so. There's so many great scenes and so many great quotes in this movie, but Robin Williams was married and his wife died um, in the movie, not in real life, right. um, his character. And they're ex- he's explaining um, this great baseball game that was just like everyone in Boston needed to be at this game. And they're explaining, you know, what happened in the play and everything. And Will Hunting is like, so you were there? And he's like, no, I didn't go. 
And he's like, what do you mean? Because he had tickets he to had this tickets. game. Right. And he's like, I slid my tickets across the table to my friends. And I said, I have to see about a girl because he saw this girl in a bar and he knew from the minute he saw her, he was going to marry her. Wow. So he sli- he's like, I slid my, you know, tickets across the table and said, I got to see about a girl. And he's like, and your friends let you? He's like, yeah, they let me. He's like, I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but this it, is this Red Sox here. You just think about your priorities. Like he married this woman. There was this moment right. that he can go back and watch on TV. And now you could Google. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. At the time mm-hmm. there was no Googs. Right. No, no. Um, but Googing? that's not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let that slide. But but I mean, it's. There's so many, I'm a romantic and there's so many romantic moments in this movie without being like, blah, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and you just question, but I love that so much when he was just nonchalantly, no, I didn't go. Yeah. I went and I met my wife and I knew I was going to marry her and I married her and. Well, and I love that scene because there's such a great buildup as he's describing the yes. game. This is like and I'm not even going to try huge, to go oh, through no, it. You uh, have to watch but it. But it's this huge <laughs> – and it just keeps building and building. And Matt Damon's getting more and more excited yeah. like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I heard about this. And you were there. No. no. It just – boom, <laughs> the floor drops out. <laughs> no, I didn't go. <laughs> the other scene that I really love kind of talking about the romance is when he's first meeting Minnie Driver. And yes. he's at the bar. And oh, my gosh. One of the best <laughs> – <laughs> he is very kind of rough and tumble and blue collar. Yeah. And then these guys from Harvard, Harvard, is it Harvard? Harvard, Harvard Law uh, School, <laughs> come Harvard. In. And uh, everybody in Boston is like, just stop. <laughs> is there one person in Boston? I don't know. I have no right idea. Now? We're going to look probably at our safe. analytics and find out. Listen, I'm living with someone that's from New Hampshire and he's got a wicked cool accent. So I feel like through him, I can be a little bit. A little bit like you're justified, justified. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so they're um, in this bar, and and these guys come up, and these guys are trying to intimidate him because they're Harvard, yeah, and he holds his own with them. Well, this guy, this pony boy, mm-hmm. right? He's mm-hmm. like tall, blonde. I think his name's Hans. He looks like Probably. Hans, right? Yeah, and he's just regurgitating like the book. Right. He doesn't have any of his own thoughts, and that's why I, f- how I feel like sometimes because I don't have. A college degree. I never graduated, right? I had a baby instead. And then my life just kind of went in the fun direction and I just never went back to school. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, it showed me one, don't not go back to school if you need to go back to school, but that you can be just as smart as someone else, regardless of where you're from yeah. and what education level mm-hmm. that you've had. Mm-hmm. Because he had no street smarts. He had no, no. game of picking up ladies. <laughs> he had no game. But he could memorize a textbook. <laughs> right. And Matt Damon had read the same textbook. And so he starts, you know, quoting, basically quoting line, the book yeah, line for line to forth. this guy yeah. because this guy's hitting on Minnie Driver and he, you know, he goes away. And then, you know, he gets Mini Driver's number. And then these guys are like, he, he runs into them later. Um, they're at, like at a little restaurant. Yeah, they're getting coffee or something. Yeah. And he puts the napkin up to the window. Well, and he's like, he's, he's like, do you like apples? <laughs> Excuse me? Do you like apples? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And he puts the, you know, the Slams napkin the up to the window. And he's like, I got a number. How do you like them apples? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Rocky scene, you know. Like, I was like, yes. He got the number. Yeah. It's awesome. It's just like so many great moments for the underdog in this movie. It's such a great line. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Yeah. And I do love that difference. I was talking the other day with my wife about the difference between being educated and being smart. You can be educated. You can go to the nicest school, Mm -hmm. everything else, and you can still be really stupid. I know – 
some really, really smart, stupid people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can calculate and do all these things in your mind. But did you really just eat that? Like, <laughs> did you really just say that out loud yeah. to a person in public? Like, do you not, um, like, there no couth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. But maybe people think that about me as well. Like, if she would just go back to school, like, she maybe would say fuck so. so much. Um, we've, we've got We've got this one guy at work and he has no filter and he'll just it's so and, and like if he's tired he'll just let out this amazingly huge loud yawn that everybody can hear across what? the floor and then he'll just like stand my dog up and does stretch. that when, he, when she needs to poop like yeah. she makes and a loud he'll just stand maybe up that's and be like maybe that's the problem maybe he needs to go to the bathroom <laughs> have you talked to him about that like just down the hall <laughs> He's incredibly smart, but it just drives everybody nuts because all of a sudden you're like working. It's quiet. And you're Is just, he going to hear this? He doesn't listen. Okay. But a couple people at work do, so, so they're going to laugh at this. Okay. Yeah. But Now if I ever go to your work, I'm going to be like, is that the honor? Is that the, is that is the that guy? Is that the honor? Yeah. Is, is that, that the, the is that the one? Yeah. yeah. We're going to wonder oh, every man. time. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, but um, I, I love – this was one of – if I remember correctly, this was one of the first more dramatic roles yeah. that Robin Williams took on. And that kind of made some news because people are like, wait, we're so used to him being this well, yeah, wild, wacky since, comedian. Well, yeah, like Dead Poet Society and since um, uh, Good Morning Vietnam – he had been doing. He'd been moving in yeah, that direction just, for sure. Well, he'd been he'd been doing some com- mainly right. comedies at that point, right? Um, and so then he got back into this, and uh, it was yeah, everybody was very surprised, but he wasn't. He's like, I don't understand why people are so surprised. This is a great film. I've done independent films, you know, more independent films an actor before. Is an actor. Um, ben Affleck, I think this is one of my favorite roles of his. I would agree. Um, he is such a good friend. And so Ben Affleck is just a regular blue collar guy from Southie. He works construction. He goes, he's the one that has the car with mm-hmm. all of his friends and he goes around every morning and he picks all his friends up and they all go to go work, work together. And when, um, when Will tells him what he's been doing, like I've been going to Harvard every day, I've been like doing math with these guys and, you know, they want to set me up with working at some of these big companies and making a lot of money. And he's like, I just want to do that. And he's like, why are you being stupid? Right. He's like, you have something that none of us have. And he's like, I every morning get in my car and drive to your house and hope that one morning I'm going to get here and you're not going to be here. That's a great line. Yeah. Like as a best friend, Mm -hmm. I hope one morning I'm going to come to your house and you're not going to be here because if you're not here, it means that you got out. It means that all of us schmucks that are going to be working construction, and I, this isn't me, this right, is no, him, that's him mm-hmm. right? that have work in construction, you know, trying just to live. Right. Like we know that you got out and I can think every day that you are doing something that I can't do. Mm-hmm. And that was a great moment. And then it goes to them like negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like he sends his, his friends to go negotiate these jobs he doesn't want. <laughs> and that's hilarious because they give Ben Affleck like a suit that does not fit him at all and he goes into this meeting and he and these guys these executives are just looking at him like what's happening right now but that leads me to one of my other favorite Mm -hmm. um parts and again the whole movie is my favorite but um will hunting is in the office of these big execs that want him to work there right and so he's explaining to robin williams what he said to these guys. And he's like, well, why don't you want to work at one of these places? And he's like, well, I don't want to work one of these places because they make oil. And if, what if, you know, or the oil and the tuna, he's just explaining these long, this ridiculous reason why not to take this job. Right. Right. And 
just how his mind works in that moment and how he's describing it is like, is my kid trying to get things with stories like that from me? Like what's the most <laughs> elaborate story my kid has come up with to either get something or get out of or something? Because that's something. basically what he does right. Right. is he comes up with these elaborate stories to make it okay for him to not live up to his full potential. Right. And Robin Williams like, I'm not buying any he of this. He just cuts right through it. Yeah. Like you – you need to do something. And, you know, during this time, him and his relationship with Minnie Driver's character kind of falls out of place because she's going to go to Stanford mm-hmm. to finish her degree. And she wants Will to go because why he doesn't really have anything. There's nothing, to, holding him you know, here. his friends. Yes. But I mean, you know, there's not a whole lot holding him there. And he's just like, no, I have this life and I have da 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 da. And so she leaves brokenhearted. And by the end of the movie, you know, he, Slips a little note in Robin Williams' uh, mailbox. Love this scene. Um, you know, and he said, you know, I'm going to see about a girl. And he's like, Effer stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> he delivers it so well. Like he's proud, but he's yeah, also kind of pissed. He's so proud, but he's like, stole <laughs> my, line. my line. It's my line. <laughs> you know, so it all ends up like happy ending. Ben Affleck shows up at the house. He's not there because mm-hmm. he had left. Uh, they bought him a car for his birthday, so he drives this beater to California. And I'm th- I, all I could think in my mind is they're not going to let him through. Yeah, they're they, not, they're going to stop they, him on the border. In yeah. California, they have different. Is that weird that that's what? In California, they have different emissions. They're not. Yeah. they're not going to let that car no, through. No, that's not allowed. Yeah. You, you one, you have fruit. Throw that away. And two, this car, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. If you've gone to California, when was the last time you've seen a beater driving? I mean, it's mm-hmm. just. And not, I don't even think it has to do with emissions. I just think they want everything pretty there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That's why they don't let me move there. Oh, oh stop it. You're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love this movie one because there is it's the F words and that's like, I love that at the time <laughs> of my life though. I didn't care about that, but right, right now it's, it's good, but I think it holds up. Like oh, you totally can watch does. this movie and it doesn't feel like it was made in 1997 because mm-hmm. there's nothing really, you know, Dating yeah, they're that. not, they're not texting people, but great. Right. You know, right. like I think that well, everything else though the, is still relatable. He has the line in the bar where he's like, any fool can go to the library and get the same textbooks yeah. that you're paying all this money yeah. for. Um, now it'd be like anybody can go online, but it's the same idea. Yeah. But I mean, you still have to go to the library sometimes when you're in school, but, oh yeah, absolutely. The library still needs, you still need to go. Something, yeah, it's a requirement. (laughs) Well, and, and that, I think anytime you've just got a good story, good stories will stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just do, whether I, it's... I'm just a little bummed that they haven't written anything else together. I was just going like, to say Why haven't mm-hmm. they made another movie together? Because Matt Damon's better? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. They Their careers have taken very different... Both successful. Yeah, both extremely yeah. successful. Yeah. I mean, Ben Affleck, I think, took a little bit more time to kind of figure out what he wanted to be well, as I a think, filmmaker and I an actor. people and, didn't take him as seriously yeah. yep. as soon as they took... Matt Damon, but Matt yeah. Damon was very specific in the roles that he yeah, took. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I think that was a big difference. I mean, you look at it um, with Ben Affleck right after this movie. I think the next big movie he was in was Armageddon, which is a fun, great movie. Mm-hmm. I love but it. But it's a very different kind of movie well, than Good Will Hunting. I think it's Will a little Hunting. bit harder because Matt Damon doesn't look like – your leading man. And so right. he, he can fit into other roles a little bit easier than Ben Affleck at the time. He looked like, okay, he's yep. our, you know, and then he made Geely, which 
That was hurts my stomach every time I say it out loud. You know, and then Pearl there was Harbor, the Daredevil incident. Oh, why, why did you even bring it up? <laughs> well, because we were talking. I thought we were talking I about bad just, decisions. This was, was her just, birthday episode. I thought it was. I, I thought this is what we were doing right now. <laughs> I, I thought that everybody just knew that we didn't talk. It's I'm sorry. Daredevil, that movie is like Voldemort. You just don't say the you name. Don't, you don't even talk the about movie that must not be named. Yes. Because do you know how much I love Daredevil and I love both of those actors and actresses and that yep. movie was horrible. It was really, really Why bad. Did you do that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> For once, I'm not the villain of the yeah. episode. This is nice. Okay. <laughs> but but Matt Damon was much more selective, and I think you know he his big action movie was like the Bourne Identity yeah. and those, and they were very serious. I think, different. I think people took him more seriously as an yeah. actor than Ben Affleck. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, it wasn't really until he did Argo where people were like, oh, okay, this guy's Argo is one, talented. Yeah, one of my favorite yeah. you know, as well. And there was kind of this re-appreciation of him, and then a lot of that kind of went away with, with the Batman issue, which yeah. I thought he was a fine Batman. I didn't I, like the yeah. way Zack Snyder took the character, yeah. but I thought he did okay with it for yeah. sure. I think he was fine as Batman, and I I'm sad that we won't see his – Batman movie that was promised and I think it would have been really I, yeah well he done. wanted to write and direct a, a standalone Batman and film. I think Could as a, as a filmmaker Ben Affleck is is an incredible talent yeah and I think it just took a little bit longer He's to, taken to some see interesting that a little bit more yeah his well roles, I mean yeah. his personal life kind of got in the way yeah he's made some bad choices both in films and out of films and in tattoos um <laughs> Ben Affleck if you're listening you need to get your shit together <laughs> Because we miss you and we want you to be good. But right now, no. Um, <laughs> Gus Van Zant, I love. Brilliant filmmaker. And, um, I didn't really know who he was before this film. Mm -hmm. um, but since, like, he's done, have you guys, he has Lost Boys, yep. which I don't know if you've seen. Um, the other one that he, he did Milk and mm -hmm. Psycho in 1998. Mm -hmm. And um, so he's made some really great films. And then the soundtrack, the score to this film is, oh, yeah. is incredible as well. So I just, it's all around just a really great, solid movie. Like when I watch it, I'm like, where are the problems? And I'm sure there are. And maybe it's just mm -hmm. because I've got, you know, like my rose colored glasses on because I just really like this film. Right. But I really don't. I mean, maybe his relationship with Minnie Driver's character could have been a little more, a little more developed, solid and not so froofy. Yeah. But I don't think that that's what the movie was about. No. All, uh -uh. all in whole. Um, so I thought it, I got, I got enough of what I needed in that, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and we got to know all of his friends and, you know, we got to know the area. Um, I would have liked to see, like, I want to go and read the screenplay because I haven't yet, which is crazy that I haven't and see what they cut. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like what, um, they cut from the film. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting to that me. That would be interesting. Yeah. Because it's actually the perfect length for a film. Like it, you know, didn't need to be three hours. No, uh, -uh. It, yeah. it's exactly how long the story needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if you want your film to be taken seriously, it's gotta be three hours or more. That's the way it works <laughs> it's now. Stupid. It's gross and stupid. That's the way it goes. <laughs> and if you want to be taken really seriously, you go for four hours. Yeah. Well, that means that you're an auteur and a genius. Forget yeah. the audience's bladder capacity. Yeah. That doesn't matter. You have a vision. And I say that knowing full well that all three of us are going to jump at the chance oh. to see Rise of Skywalker when it comes out in December. I did not even realize. Even though it's going to be four hours long. Gus Van Zant directed My Own Private Idaho. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. I love that film. That's a good one too. I yeah. also really like the song from the B-52s, My Own Private Idaho. Anyway, I'm not familiar well, with that song. you want to sing that a little bit for us? You want to give us a little No, oh no. Give us a little taste Come on, I'm song. always singing on this show. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought both of you would know the song. <laughs> I mean, not. I might, but I wouldn't know until you like maybe, you know. Give us a little something. A little taste. Come on, you can do So it. if you guys were going to give this film for a grade. Birthday, <laughs> for my birthday. For my birthday. I'm going to pull the card for my birthday. Just oh, give a little wow. taste. Drop the birthday card And you card can't play you. the song because we don't have the rights. So you actually have to sing it or talk it. Just a little like, taste. It's, five, five, it's the B-52s. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I understand So it's kind are. of that same feel that Pop. all of their, uh-huh. yeah, like uh-huh. rock lobster. And, what are, and the, what are the words? Well, I mean, part of the words are my own private Idaho. Okay. But like that's in the course. It's like my own private Idaho. I don't know all the words. All right. <laughs> I'll, take I know that. Part. I'll take that. I'll take that. We got you to kind of sing kind of. <laughs> <laughs> my own private Idaho. Yeah. See, it sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. We won't play it on the air, but I'm going to find it so we can play it after. <laughs> okay. 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 Is there anything that I left out about this film? That- I don't think so. Oh. There was a moment with him and the professor um, Mm -hmm. and he he's like this. They're in his office and he's doing the stuff and and the professor wants him to go back and explain why he decided to do something that way. And he's like, look, this is just how I did it. Like he's like Will is getting really frustrated at that point. And he takes his work, his paper, because he kind of sends him home with homework, you know, to do. And he lights it on fire and he puts it in the trash can and the professor jumps, mm-hmm. pulls it out and like pats ah! it down. Like this is, what are you, th- you know, this like is a work of art. This is the Holy grail. Why right. are you, you know, something like that. Why are you doing that? And I, and at that moment, uh, will you can see the look on his face? Like I didn't understand before, but this is really important to you. Cause mm-hmm. he was just kind of messing around. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, and you kind of got to see that vulnerable moment of the professor too, because the whole time he's walking around again, like he's owns everything. The professor and, you of the know. school, and yeah, yeah. And so he has that vulnerable moment, and Will kind of has the moment of, oh, like this is important work to some people, and you know, so they both kind of had that moment, and then his assistant, the professor's assistant, you know, kind of explains to him, like, I don't think you understand what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can't do this. You can do this. Right, like, right. And we've been doing this for decades. We've been studying. Yeah. We've been teaching. And we can't do what you can do. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of everybody has a realization right there, I think. And I, I really like that was a nice moment. That's a good, yeah. There's so many little quiet moments like that yes. throughout the film that I love. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys even talked about it really quietly, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was really quiet. It was almost a little NPR there for a minute. We're showing our dynamic range. (laughs) I'm not always really loud and crass. Sometimes I can be really cute and quiet. Not often. Don't get used to it. (laughs) All right. What would you guys grade this film? Seriously now. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's in my top five. Mm -hmm. Um, I give this movie an A. I can watch it all the time and I don't ever get sick of it. Uh, And I just think it's a very well-made movie by 
a first movie like out of the gate right you know and it was this good like that doesn't happen and i know it didn't happen overnight it took about five years to Mm -hmm. actually get it made um but it's almost like a its own true hollywood story yeah and uh it it, yeah it's amazing uh i give it an a so solid a yeah i'd be right in the a range too a maybe a minus but probably more towards the a um great direction nothing flashy but the story didn't need it um good score great acting uh, great screenplay, really, really, really tight screenplay. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. I I remember this movie and the impact this movie had on the film industry at the time. Yeah, in '97, yeah. it was all everybody talked about. It. I think it was nominated for uh, Academy Awards for yes. the screenplay. I don't mm-hmm. remember if it won. It won. They, they did won. It won. Yeah, yeah, they, they won. won it. So, I mean, you talk about hitting it out of the park your first time out of the gate. I mean, that's awesome and that's great. Yeah. Um, and so for me. I always wanted to be a writer, always enjoy. And so this is one of those stories that I remember, like, see, you can be successful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's awesome. So I think it just for that alone, the impact that it had, the, the careers that it launched, I think you're right. A seems to make sense. So nice. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. It's, it was great to have you back. I'm so glad we're all back together. <laughs> the family's back together. Let us know what you thought about the film. Uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, you know, do you, do you agree or disagree about Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just want your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. You can send that feedback to podcast at movies that uh, You can also leave feedback on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you can tweet at us mm-hmm. at movies make us. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at movies that make us. So Yay. we've come, got come see us at Fan X. Yeah, we're we're all going to be at Fan X. I'm going to put together our schedules and put them up on on I our Facebook page. Panels. I know I you're super too. busy. I've got yeah. four, so you know that's a full load. It well, fours, yeah. fours. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I'm yeah. hoping, crossing my fingers, that I get a celebrity panel. They haven't handed them out Tom yet. Holland. I'm not getting Tom Holland. That's no. not going to happen. But I would love Hayden Christensen. That would yeah, be, that and, would be really uh, cool. Ian is he with Ian, Ian McDermott? Ian McDermott. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're doing a panel together. Makes sense. Um, and so that would be amazing. But I just, I mean, they give me something cool every year. Yeah. You know, like I had uh, Pocahontas had the, last time. I was going to say, yeah, you had the lady who voiced Pocahontas. Yeah, she's yeah. absolutely amazing and just like totally breathtaking in person. Um, so yeah, I hope I get one. And if I do, then uh, we'll kind of do some behind the scenes with that too. Cool. So awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that's the time that we have. And thanks for listening. And we won't see you at the movies. You want to sing us out? No. (laughs) I knew that was coming, but my answer is still no. Wicked cool. (laughs) This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.